Hello, everyone, and welcome. Today is Friday, March 13th, 2020. And today, what I'll be talking to you about is CarMax, uh, the used car dealership. Now, CarMax is a nationwide uh, car dealership here in the United States. Uh, as a matter of fact, they are the largest uh, used car dealership. Um, they only sell used, and there's a reason for that. However, they also do sell one or two, I think they have one or two uh, brand new dealerships on the East Coast where uh, they do sell brand new Toyotas, but that is only on the East Coast with no plans to expand that nationwide. Um, and the reason I decided to talk about this now is for a couple of reasons. Uh, the first is over the past year or so, you know, I see YouTube videos being posted uh, where CarMax is badmouthed for, mainly for appraisals, where you can take your used uh, vehicle to CarMax with the intention of selling it. That's really why you should take it there, not to see what your car is worth because that's not what they do during an appraisal. During an appraisal, CarMax is making you an offer for what the vehicle is worth to them. Keep it in mind that they're going to turn around and resell it either on their front lot or through one of their uh, wholesale auctions, which are only open to um, licensed dealers. But um, I also see bad-mouthing CarMax uh, where people have said that they were cheated, that maybe they were lied to. Now, those are rare, um, but I do take a little bit of exception to them. Um, and also because right now, this is typically the busiest time of the year for most car, car dealerships. Uh, you know, not summer, definitely not the holiday season, uh, you know, because most people are shopping for gifts uh, for the holidays. However, you know, right now is a different time. Um, we have the coronavirus that is starting to ramp up here in the United States. Uh, more and more cities are prohibiting large gatherings. Um, but CarMax, while the vehicles are on the front lot, you know, a lot of the business that you do with the customer is actually inside of a lobby area. And, you know, at some of the larger stores or dealerships that CarMax has, you have 60 salespeople plus, and typically on a weekend, you know, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you have most of those salespeople there, not including the managers, not including the support staff, not including the customers. So that could easily ramp up. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how this plays out for them as well, not to mention the rest of us right now dealing with this. But uh, anyways, let's move on. Um, what I want to talk about first is my background. Um, the reason I took a little bit of exception to those um, YouTube videos claiming that they were lied to or felt cheated. Um, I can understand if you felt cheated, but we'll get into this later. You know, at CarMax, I think partly because it is a corporation, uh, you know, you can buy stock uh, in the company. They are publicly traded. Um, but because they are a corporation, you know, they seem to do things the same way at every single uh, location. Uh, now, I did work at two different CarMax locations here in Southern California. I am currently not a sales consultant. It's been over two years since I left, but I was with them for about three years. And in my experience, um, I would not recommend that anyone work at CarMax or at any other car dealership for that matter. Um, car dealerships will pay you anything for minimum wage um, to um, maybe, well, CarMax was paying 15 uh, and change an hour. Um, when I was hired back in 2015, plus commission. However, you get either or at the end of a two-week pay period, whichever is greater. So you don't get an hourly plus commission. Um, you get whichever one's greater. 
And so because of that, the hours that are involved um, and most salespeople don't last very long. In fact, out of the two CarMax locations that I worked at, and I did help to train at two other new CarMax locations that were opened up, uh, there was only one person out of all those people that I worked with during training and that were my coworkers that are no longer at CarMax. So car, the car business uh, is one of those businesses that has very high turnover. I think it's because of the promise of, hey, you're going to make big bucks. You know, you're going to make 50000 60000 or more a year. But the reality is very different, you know, in exchange for the hours that you're putting in. Um, after CarMax, and I was there for about three years, just shy of three years, um, I went to go work at a BMW dealership here in Southern California. And my reason for doing that was, okay, CarMax is a non-negotiating uh, dealership nationwide. Let me go to a traditional dealership where they do negotiate. And, you know, let me make some real money by going to a luxury dealership. And I had worked with a coworker at CarMax that would say to me from time to time, um, you know, Antonio, if you ever leave here, CarMax, do not go work at a traditional dealership. Uh, he would tell me, you know, I, I worked at a Honda dealership for years and, you know, it's rough. You know, you fight with salespeople over customers. Um, there's no camaraderie there. And then the management, you know, is terrible towards their staff. So, you know, I kind of had this in the back of my mind, but I figured, you know, that, that must have just been his experience. You know, that can't be right. So I applied at, a, at the BMW dealership and was hired. And I was there for less than a month. Um, pretty much most of what um, my coworker at CarMax had told me about a traditional dealership was true. Um, there's very small camaraderie at the dealership. Um, and management definitely didn't take care of its salespeople so, um, or its customers, in my opinion. So, um, but that, that could be a whole other podcast. Um, so needless to say, this video is not sponsored by CarMax, or sorry, this podcast is not sponsored by CarMax. And I would not recommend, again, anyone work in the used car business. Um, very little payoff for what they promise. And I already talked about why I'm going to be making this, this um, podcast. I also posted a video of some of the things that we're going to talk about. So you can visit YouTube and uh, take a look at that as well. But bottom line is I, I figured even though I wouldn't recommend working at CarMax, you know, me and some friends that did work there that I eventually became friends with have looked back on it and said, you know what? No, we wouldn't go back. You know, wouldn't recommend anyone work there. But to buy a car there is really not a bad place, you know, especially when I consider I've owned six vehicles to date in my lifetime, and there is not one dealership where I would recommend anyone go back and buy a car from. I haven't gone back to any of those dealerships, and there is not one of them that I would recommend friends and family to go buy a car at. So um, something to keep in mind. Okay, so the first reason, and I've listed these in mostly no particular order, but believe it or not, the fact that they don't negotiate, I think, is a reason why you should consider CarMax for a used car. At the very least, to do shopping. Um, you know, most people start their shopping experience, I think, online. I know I did this last time um, because it lets you see what's out there and what the price range is for the vehicles. So it really helps if you know, you got to know what your budget is, right? What you're willing to pay, what you're paying outright, or is a monthly payment that you want to stay under. You have to know that. 
And then there are the must-have features that you want to have in that vehicle. For me, the must-haves were typically the vehicle be no older than two years from the current year and less than, you know, 20,000 miles is typically what, I, what I've been going with for these last couple of vehicles. So knowing that, then you can start your car search knowing what your non-negotiables are. And then maybe you can add some features. Okay, what would I like to have but I can live without? You know, for me, another must-have actually is a rear-view camera. Navigation, I'd like to have it, but I can live without. So that actually helped me in buying my last vehicle because it did have a rear-view camera, but I figured, you know what? My phone has, you know, Apple Maps, Google Maps. Who knows what's going to come out in the future? So I really don't need navigation built in. And, you know, plus a lot of those built-in navigation systems don't update automatically. You know, I owned an Acura close to 10 years ago, and that one had navigation, but it, qu it was quickly becoming outdated, and in order to update it, you know, it wasn't done over the air. You had to buy a separate, uh, I believe it was some sort of a CD or a DVD with the software on it that you had to buy. I think it was like over $100, and then insert it um, in the trunk area where they kept uh, the navigation uh, software area and update it that way. So... That was an example of something I'd like, but don't need. Another must-have, actually, is also seat heaters. Um, you know, in Southern California, it doesn't get that cold, but compared to what we're used to, you know, in December, January, February, it can get a little bit colder, and a seat heater comes in handy. But the fact that they don't negotiate, you know that for those features that you want, this is what the price is. And now you can go on AutoNation, maybe, which I believe is the second largest used car dealership in the United States. You can go to an individual dealership if you already know the make and model that you want. And now you can do some pricing that way. So that's why I think they're a great place to at least start, definitely to consider. Now, uh, CarMax, I know they do not use Kelly Blue Book pricing. Um, and I, I know this because, you know, in my almost three years at CarMax, I can remember two instances where I had customers come in with some paperwork on them and as we're walking the lot to see the vehicle that they were interested in, they mentioned how, um, oh, hey, look, you know, this vehicle that we're going to look at, it's, you know, higher than what Kelly Blue Book says what it should be worth. You know, how come? What's going on? And, you know, as a salesperson, I only had that two, two, two uh, different occasions and, you know, CarMax doesn't negotiate, but you really can't just say that, but... You know, you have to point out some facts. For example, well, Sir Kelly Blue Book does not sell cars. Um, they get these prices possibly from other dealerships. Tell you what, Mr. Customer, tell me what your price uh, price point is, and I'll look in my computer system uh, on CarMax.com, go online, and we'll see what car is in that price range that you want. And that's really all you can do because they do not negotiate, and they do not use Kelly Blue Book as a guide for pricing their vehicles. Um, now, despite CarMax not negotiating on their pricing, you know, in my experience as a consumer buying a car and as a sales associate at CarMax getting feedback from customers who have previously bought at other dealerships, the fact that other dealerships negotiate is becoming rarer and rarer. Um, first off, you have high-demand supercars, or not supercars, but high-demand 
um, cars for whatever reason. Like years ago, the PT Cruiser, I mean, this was years and years ago, the PT Cruiser was a hit. And they were, from what I understood, they were in some dealerships were selling higher than sticker, if you can believe that, for a PT Cruiser. There were waiting lists for them. So it was nuts. And, you know, personally, I think those things were ugly, but, you know, there was some craze for these things. So that's just an example of one reason I can maybe understand, you know, maybe the latest, hottest car why um, there's no negotiating. But in, again, in many cases, in my experiences, dealerships will not negotiate. What they'll wind up doing is extending it, you know, because five-year term for buying a vehicle when you got a loan was typically the most you can go, right? Five years, done. Now the standard seems to be six years. So they may start you off with five years and, you know, you're asking them to lower the cost of the vehicle, what they'll wind up doing is extending, you know, in some cases, extending the term, keep the price the same, and now your monthly payment is lower. That's just one example. So going back to why it's, it's, I think it's a good idea that CarMax does a fixed pricing, that's another one is because traditional dealerships are negotiating, okay? Uh, set price makes it easier shopping online. And going back to this pricing, if traditional dealerships, you know, the local Toyota, Honda, Lexus, Nissan, you name it, uh, Ford, to, um, uh, Dodge dealerships, if they really truly negotiated and did that with customers, with most customers, not with all, then would CarMax be as successful as it is today with their fixed pricing uh, model? I don't think so. You know, when I first started with CarMax back at the end of 2015, they had about 170 locations nationwide. Today, as of 2020, it's grown to, I want to say, 220 locations with continued plans to open more. So I think it's because people have had these negative experiences at dealerships where they're stressed out, where they, you know, I don't think it's so much stressful if a dealer says, sorry, we don't negotiate on the price, but it makes it stressful when you feel you're being cheated because that dealership does something, all of a sudden you're talking to the finance manager and the price has gone up for some reason. Um, so it's because of, I think, the feeling cheated by a dealership, the fact that they're not negotiated, that the business model at CarMax is doing so well for them. In fact, again, I've been gone from CarMax for at least two years, and I still occasionally get texts from former customers at CarMax saying, hey, Antonio, do you still work there because... You know, I want to come back to get something else or I want to refer someone to you. Um, so, again, it's it's the fact that the transparency and the fixed pricing that has made CarMax so successful. And I think over time, you'll continue to see other dealerships slowly, as they lose business, start to go to this format as well. I know, I, I believe AutoNation's already like that, fixed pricing. I've seen some other dealerships when I was car shopping a few years ago do that as well, that they offer fixed pricing uh, as well. So I think that's a successful business model and it's going to be uh, continue to expand. Uh, the next reason you should consider CarMax, I think is pretty obvious or should be, because they're a corporate-owned company, they're all tied in together. So that means you have thousands and thousands of vehicles you can look at. Now, granted, you may not be willing to drive out of state for a vehicle um, because, again, they are nationwide, but they do offer to transfer vehicles from another location. Um, 
as of today, I believe I checked, they had over 62,000 cars on their website that are available to hold, to come in and look at and buy. Now, that does not include vehicles that are on their lots that have a sold placard on the rearview mirror. And that's how it used to work. If a customer placed a vehicle on hold through the CarMax website, that hold request would go to that CarMax location, and the sales consultant uh, at that location would you know, go out to the vehicle, make sure it's there, number one, and then number two, they would place a sold placard on that vehicle and then turn around and contact that customer um, to start the sales process uh, as much of it as possible before they got there. Now, I don't know if they still do that, so if they still do, if you ever go on a CarMax lot and you see a sold placard, it's more of a hold versus sold because there is a chance that that may fall through for whatever reason. You know, customer never shows up for the appointment, uh, they don't qualify for financing, uh, or they do qualify, but they don't meet the down payment requirement or don't have the necessary paperwork that's required. So um, just keep that in mind when you see a sold placard. So what I'm saying is they actually have more than 62,000 vehicles on the lots, but this is what's available and ready for purchase. Now, in regards to the transfers, typically within 100 miles of your nearest CarMax is a free transfer. So my being here in Los Angeles, I can get a free transfer typically from a vehicle in San Diego, um, so Orange County, San Diego, um, Northern California, such as I believe Fresno and Bakersfield. Anything out of that area, you know, Nevada, Arizona, um, now is when the transfer fee starts. If I want a vehicle that I like meets my requirements, the price, the features, then you'll have to pay $100 or more to get it shipped to your closest location. So that's not a bad deal. Now, that transfer fee does not apply to the cost of the vehicle. So if that vehicle shows up and for whatever reason you're not happy with it, you've lost that uh, transfer fee. Again, the fee is only for the cost of shipping it. It is non-refundable and it does not get applied towards the cost of the vehicle. Um, in regards to the inventory pricing, it starts at about, I think on average, $9,000 and up. Although, you know, you do see stuff, like right now I think the least expensive vehicle they have is a eight, nine-year-old Hyundai for $6,700. So they do have a nine-year range. So right now the vehicles they have are from 2011 through 2020. And again, one of the reasons for that is to give you a wide range of pricing from really affordable to super high-end um, because as of today, the most expensive vehicle is a $100,000, uh, I'm rounding up, I think it was $99,000 uh, Porsche. Um, I think it was out of state or maybe at Buena Park here locally. So again, a huge range in price, a huge range in miles and features. Now, one thing you will definitely not see at CarMax in terms of um, inventory is classic cars, um, supercars, and ultra high-end luxury, you know, like Rolls Royce, Bentleys, Ferraris, you know, even Teslas you won't see there anymore. Um, and one of the big reasons we're given for why, you know, they don't have these other types of vehicles is because, you know, they that CarMax is geared to appeal to the average consumer. And, you know, the average consumer isn't looking for a Rolls Royce or a Ferrari. So, you know, that would sit on their lot for, you know, weeks or months or longer before it even sold. 
So, um, you know, and, and I, as a sales consultant, I don't think I ever had a customer call or come in saying, hey, you know what? I don't see them on your website. Do you have a Ferrari or a Rolls Royce? You know, or hey, I want a, a lowrider style car. Do you have one of those? No. You know, which is why it's also funny when I see people on YouTube take their, you know, tricked out um, car to CarMax to get an appraisal and then they're disappointed in the offers. And again, the reason is because while they're not going to sell that super tricked out car on the lot, it's going to go to their wholesale auction, which is in turn sold to licensed dealers who in turn may sell it to the public somewhere on their lot. So um, that's how that works. Uh, reason number three, or the next reason why you should consider CarMax is their website. It is a really easy to use, very well put together uh, website. Now, I can't show you um, what I think is great about the website, but on my on YouTube uh, under Antonio Santiago, I did post uh, just a few days ago this same information, but with a video tutorial, not on how to use a website step-by-step, step, because again, I think it is pretty easy, but what kind of things you should be looking for, their full disclosure, where you can see that they do provide open recall information, um, vehicle usage, you know, I, that's in, in fact, there's also um, a video I saw, someone really ripping CarMax saying they don't tell you if it's a rental vehicle, they don't tell you if it has an open recall. That's not true. You can see it on the website before you even show up um, because for some people that's a deal breaker, you know, whether a car has an open recall on it or it's been a rental car and for some people it's not. So uh, check out my website or check out uh, YouTube and if you want to see the uh, key features of the website and where all that is fully disclosed, uh, you can see it on there. But reason number four would be why considering CarMax is you only deal with one sales rep from start to finish. So if you're coming in to trade in a vehicle possibly and buy a vehicle, then you only deal with that one salesperson that day typically. So, you know, we come in, we get the appraisal started with you, or we used to, I used to. Um, then once the vehicle is being looked at to get you an appraisal offer, you know, then we go do the test drive. Uh, or if you have no vehicle in mind, we go look at what's available out there. Um, once you like the offer, maybe you trade in the vehicle, maybe you don't, but you want to buy the car. Um, then we start, uh, sit down together on the computer um, and start the paperwork process on the computer. And then once we're done with that, um, you sign the paperwork with a business office associate. So again, it's all done with that one sales consultant. Um, sales managers are at CarMax locations, but they're really not there to interact with customers. Uh, they're not there to come in um, you know, to, to like a traditional dealership where they try and pressure you. Hey man, this is a great deal. What's going on? How can, you know, what are you doing? No, they are there again to deal with a sales consultant really mainly make sure things are running smoothly, make sure, uh, the waiting list because CarMax does usually, or at least they used to work off of a waiting list where they would check you in and then they would help you in order that you arrived, regardless of whether you're, you know, there to sell your vehicle or buy your vehicle. Um, customer service issues, typically the sales consultant handle that. So if, you know, someone I sold a car to isn't happy, you know, I want to be their first call. And the reason for that especially is because they have a five-day return policy at CarMax, or sorry, that's what it used to be. It is seven days now. And, you know, you can return it for any reason, let alone it's making a funny noise or it's not running right. So I would want to be the first call. So it's very rare for a sales manager to have to deal with 
a customer service issue from a sales consultant. Um, but because most of the paperwork is done on, uh, on the computer and with a uh, business office associate, there are no finance managers. You know, typically for most dealerships, um, a finance manager um, is the one that also is offering all the extras, the add-ons, the uh, insurance, the extended warranty. That as well is only offered by the sales consultant at CarMax. Um, so at least you don't have to worry about, again, any additional pressure or underhandedness um, by the finance manager. You don't have to deal with them. And um, again, that was something that was an add-on that was offered by the sales consultant at CarMax. I don't know if it still is, but it was um, gap insurance was something that was offered by the sales consultant when you were buying a used car. Um, extended service plan that was offered by them. They called it MaxCare. Who knows if there are any other things that they're offering nowadays, but back then they were offered by the sales consultant. Uh, the fifth reason, and I think this is hugely important, this is actually probably the, the most um, important um, reason to me why you should consider CarMax for buying a used car, is their transparency. Um, I do feel that a big part of it is because they are a corporation, why they're so transparent, but everything from their financing, um, which I think also part of it has to do with uh, state and federal laws, um, that determine transparency, but everything is transparent in my opinion from working there and seeing that, you know, when you start the sales process, it's it's done on a computer with a sales consultant, you're right there by your side, you're seeing the information. When you are selling your car to CarMax, whether it's for a trade-in or just to outright buy it and not buy a car from CarMax, again, when they're entering information at the computer, you see that as well. Um, and I've seen YouTube videos where people are trying to record the screen at a CarMax during the appraisal process. Well, it doesn't matter because you don't see how the vehicle is being appraised and how the value is being calculated. You know, that is done behind the scenes by someone else, not by the sales consultant. But if you're going to submit a credit application for financing at the CarMax location, you do that with the sales consultant. You're sitting right next to them you know, at the desk, in front of the computer, and, you know, you submit the information, and as it pops up, you see it right there. You see who, uh, as far as finance companies, are making the offers to you, and you see what those offers are. You know, are they accepting your down payment if you did offer one, or are they requiring a down payment if you didn't offer one? What the APR is, what the monthly payment is, you know, any required documents, you see it all right there. That is you know, huge with transparency. You know, in my experience at uh, car dealerships, they don't do that. You know, they take an application and then they go to the sales manager to get the results. So you don't know, well, nowadays, I think in most of those dealerships, now they only finance through that manufacturer's bank. You know, I don't think it was ever more banks than that, uh, that you get to see. Um, so because of that, there is no back and forth between the sales rep and the sales manager you know, to, okay, let's see how we can tweak this deal. Prices are set, financing is set. They don't adjust APR terms you can choose from, from I think it's as low as two or three years to as high as six years. That you as a consumer can still select, but you see those options right away. It doesn't have to be a back and forth between you and the sales manager or the salesperson and the sales manager. Um, the only back and forth that does occur 
is if the finance company required documents from you. Let's say that you've been moving a lot and you know they need a utility bill with your name on it to, to verify that you do live at this new location. That's when you would, you know, if you don't have it with you because you didn't do this over the phone, this pre-process over the phone, then you know maybe you can go online and print it out. Then the salesperson takes that to the sales manager. The sales manager verifies it and then they approve it and then the process sales process can continue so that's really the only time they would interact with the salesperson and back and forth and then they may come over and say hello to you just to enter their approval slash authorization into the computer that you and the sales consultant are using so that that's pretty much it um, open recalls are disclosed fully not only as part of the sales process you know they will tell you yes or no if it has an open recall but as you'll see uh, if you visit my my um, YouTube video um, you yourself as a consumer can check before you even show up at the store if this vehicle has an open recall or how many you know in my example I think the vehicle had four two or three uh, open recalls in fact you know in my experience I've had customers that Traffic accidents, which also are disclosed through the website and as part of the sales process. For some people, if the vehicle has had a traffic accident, you know, that's uh, a deal breaker for them. Now, CarMax will sell vehicles on their front lot if it's been in an accident, as long as it's passed all their other uh, checklists as part of buying that vehicle. You know, that it has no frame damage, it's not a salvage vehicle. So I guess you would what would be considered a fender bender you know, an accident that didn't cause frame damage or made it a lemon or a, a salvage vehicle, they'll sell it on the front lot. But in many cases, when you look at the vehicle history, the DMV vehicle history, many times it'll just say accident disclosed. So it won't give you details. You know, was it a fender bender? Was it a smaller accident? Maybe they do that for legal reasons. But because of that, for some people, it's a deal breaker. For some people, this is just such a great buying opportunity as far as the, the price and the features on that vehicle, that they don't care, they'll buy it. So that varies. But again, it's fully disclosed on the website before you even show up. And it's also disclosed at the purchase, at the time of purchase, um, in case you forgot to do that or didn't know that you could look that up yourself. So again, full disclosure on CarMax part. Um, as part of that disclosure, they will disclose um, if it was a lease, a rental vehicle, you know, if it was for personal use. Um, so, again, to me, that's one of the biggest reasons why you should consider CarMax. I have actually had cases where vehicles uh, or customers have purchased cars at other traditional dealerships, or worse, you know, those mom and pop little dealerships that you see on corners scattered about throughout cities, and you know, they claim that they weren't told that that vehicle was listed as salvage damage or that the odometer had been tampered with. So, you know, that's always sad if that is the case. I'm sure there must be some legal recourse, but, you know, there's probably an expense in hiring a lawyer and going through that. But um, but next, my final reason for why you should consider CarMax is their seven-day return policy. Um, it is legitimate. And when you first start out as a sales consultant, I know when I first started, I hated the thought of this. I think most salespeople, you know, that deal in a retail environment, you know, you hate the return policy. Um, I know with, I think it was cell phones when I first started at Verizon Wireless, it was a 30-day return policy. You know, and over time, it's gone to 14 days. Um, so, 
you know, you hate that, let alone on a vehicle. You know, in California, there is no cooling off period. So once you buy a car, brand new or used, and you drive off the lot, you own it. So if you're not happy with it for whatever reason, you can't give it back. <laughs> you know, I think there is an option that dealers can offer you where you can buy um, an exception to that or you buy a contract where you do have a certain amount of time, like maybe two or three days to change your mind and get a full refund. But that's an additional like three to $500 or more. Who knows what it is now? Um, and, and CarMax policy is legitimate. There is no, no fine print. Um, well, maybe a little bit fine print, but there really are no fees. So if you're not happy with it for any reason, just bring it back. And in my almost three years at CarMax, I can think of three customers that did buy a vehicle from me and within five days, um, you know, returned it. And for some people, it was a change of heart. You know, they really considered the financing again. You know, I don't remember all the exact details, but for three customers of mine, they returned them for a full refund. Other than that, I had about six customers that returned it for something else. You know, something happened. I all Reasons always vary, uh, but they decided to go with a different vehicle. So you don't have to make up an elaborate reason on why you're returning it. You know, just bring it back. Um, however, one big, big um, item that they do follow is if you bring the vehicle back and it's not in the same physical condition, they're not going to take it back. And I am aware of only that happening once at the first CarMax location that I worked at where someone wanted to buy a vehicle that they had purchased from us within five days. Um, it wasn't my customer, so I, I don't know all the particulars, but from what I understand, they brought it back with a dent somewhere on the vehicle. And the sales manager, that's, that is when the sales manager got involved. That is a definitely customer service issue. And the sales manager declined it, said no. you know, And that's true. I have never, well, <laughs> there was one time where there was a vehicle sold. On, I saw on the front lot sitting there with a dent. I know that because it was a vehicle I had requested to transfer for a customer. But, you know, that would get caught during the walk around when you're getting ready to go on a test drive. So it's got to be in the same condition. Um, however, again, now it's seven days, seven days for a full refund for any reason, bring it back. But, you know, over my time being there at CarMax, I realized that, you know, what, it's really nothing to be worried about as a sales consultant. If you do a good job, if you listen to your customers, if you give good advice, um, then you really should have very few full refunds or returns, as in my case. Um, the only really thing that you can't um, control as a sales consultant is mechanical issues, meaning that, you know, the car customer calling you a few days later, hey, you know, this thing's got a problem now. This is acting up. It's got this light on the dash. Um, and in fact, that was one of the reasons I left CarMax. Um mechanical issues after purchase. But in closing, as a final thought, you know, I just want to say CarMax is not perfect, you know, as a dealership. Um, but overall, they are a very good place at least to shop at. Um, again, I can't say the same for other dealerships that I have personally bought cars at. I don't recommend any of them, have never gone back to any of them, and they lose on referrals, which, you know, these people are so short-sighted. You know, even the BMW dealership, you know, I don't feel that they treated the customers that I was involved with well. And, you know, I, I would think for the money that you're asking for these vehicles, you would want to bend over backwards to get them to come back, A, and B, to refer people, um, especially in such a competitive environment where you can shop around online. 
So those are my final thoughts. Um, please share any feedback you have shopping at CarMax or at, an, uh, at any other dealerships. You know, how you feel about their no-haggle pricing. Um, again, don't recommend working there, but I do recommend shopping there. Thank you very much. I look forward to hearing from your feedback.